Good Sunday morning. Welcome to the latest edition of Sharing the Victory, a program sponsored by the West Virginia University chapter of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It's part of Sunday morning on WAJR, and thanks for listening. WVU FCA Campus Director Kirby Myers with us. Good morning, morning, Kyle. How are you? Decked out in Braves attire. Absolutely. It's seven-game lead right now. I was going to say, it's baseball season. The Braves are in first place. Let's go. So that's good. And you have some special guests with you. Yes, a couple of special guests from FCA. Natalie Perrin from the Rifle Team. Hello, Hello, Natalie. Good morning. Good to be here. Aubrey Custer from Girls Cross Country and Track. Good morning. Hello, everybody. All right, ladies. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate your time. These are two of our leaders. uh, Just do a great job and... um, They've really embraced FCA. Uh, they're very involved, um, just give so much of their time, and I'm very appreciative of them. Let's start there. What's a leadership component? What does it all entail? And uh, we'll start with you, Natalie. Uh, yeah, I guess um, probably one of the bigger things being a leader at FCA is just kind of like the social aspect of getting to know everyone when they come in, getting to know their story, a little bit of their testimony, and just really making a welcoming environment for them uh, so that they can feel like they can bring their teammates, they can keep coming back every Monday. So I think that's just a big part is just like the community that we have to build and the socializing aspect. What drew you initially to the organization? Uh, well, when I came here, um, one of my teammates mentioned it to me. And I thought it'd be a good place to maybe try and learn a little bit about like relationship with Jesus and meet some other people. So I just started going. And of course, the free Chick-fil-A helped every <laughs> Monday night. Gospel <laughs> chicken, like we say, huh? It comes up every single time. Yeah. 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 Um, so I just kept going. And then eventually everything just kind of started to click after my freshman season and just really wanted to be a part of the orga- organization and be having that relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Aubrey, with your situation, you're an in-state native. First of all, tell us a little something about yourself. Um, yes, so I'm from Charleston, West Virginia. I uh, grew up being a Mountaineer fan, uh, coming to football games. Um, so running for my home state is pretty cool, um, which I can talk more about. But um, it has definitely always been a goal to run here, and it kind of became reality my senior year of high school. Uh, I really didn't think I necessarily... I kind of doubt myself sometimes, which I've learned to embrace and uh, grow. But it wasn't until um, Sean, my coach, he was like, I just really think you'd be an asset to our team and we'd really love to have you. And I was like, all right, that's it. I'm doing it. <laughs> so I kind of let every other offer go and I ended up coming here. So so you're from a smaller school yes. in terms of enrollment, right? but that means more opportunities yes. for students. Yeah. So what were the multiple things that you were able to be involved with a Charleston Catholic? Um, so it's definitely an academically challenging school. Um, that was definitely very difficult. Uh, we know we'd travel far for races, um, and then I'd still have a lot of homework to do. So there were definitely a lot of late nights. But uh, just my academics, they definitely did prepare me. And um, I would say that just the teachers, they were. we had such a strong community, which I think FCA has kind of helped me with as well is that I did come from a small school that we were all so close um, and then coming to FCA it did give me another sense of community uh, which has been great. What drew you to FCA initially? So I, um, I'm i friends with Casey Legg and he's from Charleston as well um, and he, he kind of told me about it at a church one day and so I'd heard about it from him and then I came to WVU, and unfortunately, I had a biology lab my, on Monday nights, right whenever FCA was my first semester. So I actually could not come to FCA my whole first semester, which I was very upset about. But then in January, I started coming, and I just loved it. 
Um, I've grown up a Christian, been a Christian my whole life, so it was definitely something I was interested in, and I did a praise band, youth group my whole life, so it kind of was just a continuation of that for me. And so. kind of moving into that leadership role, that seemed to kind of be a natural thing as well. Yeah. What does that mean to you, being a leader? Um, I can't. I think like kind of piggybacking off what Natalie said, it really just gives us such an awesome opportunity to become friends uh, with everybody that comes to FCA, and like just an outreach that we're more than just like an organization, but also like truly friends and brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think every single uh, Monday night we get to learn more about each other and, you know, we hang out outside of that. And it truly is just a um, friendship and a community that I love. One thing that uh, Natalie and Aubrey do a great job of is leading a game every week. (laughs) And um, I think they, like I get texts from them, you know, during the week or on Saturday or Sunday and like, what do you think of this? So they spend time, I know they study together, spend a lot of time together, but they put a lot of thought into that. And I, I do think that's a big part of FCA, just an icebreaker to get guys. And, and our athletes, when athletes are together, they love to compete, whether yeah. it's family feud or, or some game like that. And so they do a great job in the planning of that. So I've heard about these competitions. <laughs> and as Kirby said, you guys are Division One athletes. So there's a certain mindset it comes with that you don't first of all a you don't lose period you mm-hmm. don't lose you don't mm-hmm. like to lose so even if it is a simple fca game there's mm-hmm. competition there talk about that a little bit and how it kind of gets the room going yeah we just try to find stuff that they're gonna find fun um we've done like different like you have to like get the ping pong ball into the cup or into the plate like stuff like that or like we have a red solo cup on the floor and that like they're all in a circle whoever gets it first like wins it um, so stuff like that, just trying to like foster that fun competitive environment, because it is true. Like as athletes, we don't like to lose. So just trying to find something that's going to be fun that we can all be competitive with, but also like allow them to be that competitive and like share some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So there, there's this one game. So we play Family Feud, but we had to kind of tone it down a notch because we started <laughs> everybody. We'd put a water bottle, or I think we did have a buzzer at first. Mm-hmm. We put a buzzer in the center of the room. Um, if you've been in the football room, you kind of know what I'm talking about. There's two sets of stairs that line it. Mm-hmm. And we'd have uh, somebody from each team stand on each side, and then they'd have to run down to the front of the room and hit the buzzer. But then as people became going into season, we kind of <laughs> were like, that's getting it was getting way too much. Yeah, so, I, really, I really didn't want to go to one of the coaches and say, yeah, yeah um, Joe tore his ACL yeah. playing a game at FCA. So we backed off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so we just moved it to the center of the room, and it was more of a nice dash to get mm-hmm. it. Um, but it definitely does get competitive. And also, like, we play Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. We play Jeopardy once, and... People just get so competitive. They don't like to lose. Yeah. So it's just really cool to see the competitiveness in another way. Even um, with like little yeah. things too. Of oh, yeah. Like when we play Family Feud, and it's like name a green vegetable. And they, oh, yeah. they go off. <laughs> they really, they're thinking. They're thinking hard. And a lot of times it's the wrong answer. And they get very upset at us <laughs> when it's the wrong answer. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Your sports, you have teammates, but it's individual disciplines for that. And kind of the mental aspect and and natalie with the rifle team well first of all describe a competition what it's like yeah so rifle is a pretty um honestly it's not a spectator sport uh which i don't love i wish people would come and watch but um basically we're up on the line for about three hours in total that's how long our matches are and we're shooting at a little black dot Uh, we start our matches out with our small boy rifle which is a 22 standard single shot rifle 
um, and that's at 50 feet. So we're shooting at a dot about the size, a little bit bigger than a dollar coin. Mm-hmm. So we're shooting at that for 60 shots, uh, three different positions, uh, kneeling, prone, and standing. And then we switch over to air rifle, which is at 30 feet. Again, same size dot, just a little bit closer, and we stay in standing for that for 60 shots. Uh, so you're up there on the line for a pretty long time just with your thoughts. Um, so it's a really, really big mental sport. Um, obviously, you know, the aim is important. We're inside the dot. We're trying to hit the size of, like, the um, pencil tip. Uh, so we're trying to get all of our shots into about like a 4.5 millimeter group. Pretty intense, very big mental sport, though. Now, you have to practice that, obviously, mm-hmm. repetitive over and over and over. You have to practice. But what else goes into it? But, yeah, no, we do a lot of practice. We have a three-hour-a-day requirement um, up in the range. And then we also do strength and conditioning work, um, really just trying to, like, help our backs, help our just overall strength. Our guns can be anywhere from, like, 15 to 20 pounds, so it's important since we're going to be holding it for a couple hours to be able to do that well. Aubrey, you have teammates as well, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's an individual sport yes. that you're involved in. I mean, you're 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 against the clock and mm-hmm. you're kind of against yourself, and mm-hmm. you have to be incredibly mentally strong to do all the work, all the prep yeah. work to be a cross country runner. What's that like? Talk about that and you know, how you've adjusted Mm -hmm. to doing that through the years. Yeah. So in high school, I never really had teammates to like train with. Um, I obviously had a team, but I was a bit faster. So I didn't really have many people in my town that I could run with. Um, I did have a good friend who goes to Marshall who I train with a lot, but coming to WVU, I was really excited to have people to run with. Um, And my, my team, we don't do organized practice every single day. So it's kind of on your own. Um, find friends to run with so you know I have a couple teammates who I will run with daily all I do is run Uh, we obviously lift and things but it gets very mentally exhausting Um, but one example of just the mental toughness is I had a race this weekend and also how important my teammates are to me Um, so I had a race this weekend and I had two girls pacing me and so one girl was out in front my goal was to break 19 minutes in the 5k so we had one girl out in front and she was pacing we were hitting 90 per lap it was going great And then I just started to fall off with two laps to go. And, you know, a 5K on a track is 12 and a half laps. It's a lot. (laughs) Um, And just the mental part, uh, I was kind of dropping back. And Rachel, she was like, Aubrey, focus, focus. So I I ran 19 flat, unfortunately. I barely didn't break 19. But um, it was just my teammates are so important to me. And the fact that they wanted to run 12 and a half laps with me was pretty impressive. Um, So I was so close to breaking it, but I could not even have gotten that far without them and just them telling me to focus and you got this and I was very close and I dropped 20 seconds so couldn't be too upset but just the teammate part and just having people that know the pain and I was really suffering so just helping me get through it is really great where do you run around here I mean I can't imagine that (sighs) you you have to you can't do it all on a track no no so we only run on the track once a week and during cross-country season we don't even run on the track so usually I start at the Coliseum. Um, we all live on Evansdale, so we don't really run downtown. Um, Too much traffic. Yeah. we. So we actually made that mistake my freshman year. Uh, one of my teammates, Kayla McCabe, uh, amazing runner, she told my other teammate, Emily, that there was a sidewalk going up Beechhurst. There was a shoulder going up Beechhurst, <laughs> not a sidewalk. So, you know, us That's freshmen different. self, we have been in Morgantown for probably two days. And she was like, yeah, just run downtown and then go up Beechhurst. There's a sidewalk. It's great. We're like, okay, sure. So we run down University and, you know, then we're like, okay, we have to get back up now. So we're like, we'll go up Beechhurst, like Kaylee said. 
it is so scary. It is terrifying. <laughs> running, you're literally running beside the PRT. Like it is not safe. And I have never done it again. I will never do it again. So that was my one and only run downtown and then back up Beechers. Terrible. But usually we start at the Coliseum and just run around football and uh, through Suncrest, things like that. But I see them running all the time. Yeah. Like it's 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 really interesting to me. I ran one year of college and the fact that they just do individual workouts on their own, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But they're all disciplined and, and they do well. Well, the terrain has to help because you're up and yeah. down. There's uh, so many hills. Obviously, <laughs> we all live here, but it is so hilly. And in Charleston, we do have a couple hills like you can pick to run on hills. So I'm used to it. But, man, Morgantown hills are unlike anything. 8th <laughs> Street, I ran up once. Never again. Uh, my coach does assign hilly runs, and we do have girls who will just repetitively run 8th and I. Never will be me. In but. comparison to Michigan, who's flat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty flat up there, especially where I'm at. I'm in, like, the farm country part, so I come here, I see the roads in Morgantown, I'm like, where is the shoulder? Where is, yes. like, <laughs> just, like, any like any room for a car? That'd be great. <laughs> we talked about the individual aspects of your sport and the discipline, and obviously you're both excelling in school. Where does the spiritual part fit in? Uh, yeah, so it took me a long time to, like, once I got saved, I got saved at the end of my freshman season, and it took me a while, uh, and I'm still working on it and, like, figuring it all out, but how to incorporate, um, like, faith and, like, Christianity into my sport in a way that's going to help me become a better competitor, like, not just to, like, oh, like, if I bring this in, I'm going to win, but as a form of, like, this is a mental sport, I have, like, access to God our Father who, like it says in Philippians, that's going to give us a piece that surpasses all human understanding. How can I like really like tap into that in my matches when I am struggling, when I am like losing focus, when I am feeling down because I'm a couple points behind than what I wanted. And it's taken a while, but I've really found that just like a lot of prayer during my matches can help. It's a pretty quiet sport. Like besides mm-hmm. the gunshots, you're just <laughs> up there. <laughs> it's pretty quiet, honestly. We're not like talking. I don't have to like yell to my teammates like, hey, let's go do this or whatever. Like, no, I, it's just me. So I've learned that like praying a lot throughout my matches has really helped me just like calm down and also understanding. Um, I'm really into Psalm 139. And I just love the part where it says like, he like made us and he's known that we were going to do this. And just knowing that like has made me really appreciate that he made me knowing that I would compete at West Mm -hmm. Virginia university for the rifle team. He's like planned all that out. He's given me every skill I need and he's equipped me perfectly to do that. And just allowing that through prayer and through like that verse memorization to let me just compete freely for him alone is just really, really powerful because then I'm up there and I'm like, this is what my God made me to do. And this is incredible, and it just really helps, like being in the mental sport, yeah. to not like get too worked up about stuff. So you mentioned you got saved recently since mm-hmm. you've been in college. What was FCA's role in that? Uh, it just really taught me the love that Jesus has for me. Um, I grew up around like church and faith and stuff, but like I was never really like taught that. It was just kind of always like spoken at me, and like it was kind of like you know when Charlie Brown and the grown ups are talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. it's just kind of like that. Like for years, that's just what it felt like. I was like, okay, like yeah, there's this like thing, but like whatever, I'm gonna do my own thing. And then once I came to FCA and like started hearing about like how much Jesus loved me and what He did for me on the cross, then it was just like, oh my gosh. And then after lots of ups and downs, freshman season, like. I had a lot of ups, like I got rookie of the year, like I was counting a lot, went to my first NCAA championships, placed eighth overall there. 
but I was so empty. I was like, this isn't fulfilling me. Like I thought like going to NCAAs, getting these awards, like that would fill me up and that just wasn't the case. And really the only, I learned like the only times that I felt filled was when I was going to FCA and like learning about that and praying and doing that stuff. And it just kind of all made sense to me at some point. Well, you don't realize it now because you're young and we're old, (laughs) but making that decision as young as you are, how that's going to benefit you the rest of your life because all of your major life decisions, I know it was a major decision Mm -hmm. to come to college here, but all of your major life decisions are ahead of you. Mm -hmm. And to have that basis, right, Kirby, to to start making those decisions. Absolutely. So true. Yeah. All right. Uh, Aubrey, your story in terms of, you Mm -hmm. said you've been a Christian all your life, Mm but uh, coming here and having this fellowship and family with the FCA and with your teammates and also uh, people like Natalie that you share time with, what has that meant? Uh, yeah, so definitely um, in my sport, I just would be so anxious all the time. And in life, I just am an anxious person. Um, and it wasn't until really, honestly, this year that I kind of was able to control my anxiousness and my overthinking and just everything like that. I remember it so well. So for Natalie's birthday, she wanted to see The Chosen, uh, the new episodes. I think it was season three. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't really seen The Chosen before, but I was like, I've heard it's amazing. And I was like, I'm going to go. So we went. It was great. And um, it was, I believe, the Sermon on the Mount. They were talking. And it was in Matthew. And Matthew was talk- or Jesus was talking to Matthew, saying, can you add any moment of worrying or any hour to your life by worrying? And we can't. Hmm. And so it was really just watching that. And then I went and I read it. And that verse has played over in my mind. That like being anxious over races, tests, I can't, I, I work very hard to do it and I just have to trust myself and trust Jesus that it's going to work out okay. And so really just after I saw that, um, and I studied Matthew more that I was able to kind of calm those thoughts and that has really helped me. So that's been, that's definitely helped me. And injuries have been an issue, right? So that's, I would imagine that's helped you cope. Yes. I think also that we can get so wrapped up in our sport and especially academics for myself. Um, I hold myself to a very high standard. And so I do want to go to dental school. So that I want to go to med school, but it's okay. We're, I'm going to do <laughs> dental school now, I think. We'll see. Um, so I can just get so anxious and worry. And it's just not worth it because I put my time in and I just have to trust that it's going to be okay. And it will be okay. So, mm-hmm. but All with right. injuries, uh, sorry. That's ahead. okay. I was just going to say one thing you asked Kyle about, you know, the spiritual part, maybe talk about you girls, how, how much time you spend in the word and how you've made that a priority and, Mm -hmm. and where that came from. Yeah. So we started, um, in January doing reading with FCA, the new Testament, and that has been such a blessing. So we have a group chat and on group me and you read a chapter a day and then you type a verse or two or three, whatever that stands out to you. And then you explain why it did. And that has been so great. So we started that, and we're now in Acts. Um, so we're moving quite mm-hmm. swiftly through the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that has just been so cool to see. Even something that I talk about is how we've read the gospel four times, but every time I have a different appreciation for what Christ did for us on the cross and his ministry, his birth, uh, death, and resurrection. Like it, it's just so, It's just so cool to see time and time again. Mm-hmm. And that even started back in the fall when we had Fields yeah. of Faith and— we challenged everyone to read through the Gospel of John in 21 days. And mm-hmm. Natalie, you guys were posting every day about that. How did that help you 
develop good habits for studying the Bible. Yeah, well, actually, I want to quick say something about that. I was actually in Egypt when they started <laughs> that, and I woke up the next morning and saw this cool little 21 Days of John thing, and I was like, what the heck? I want to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> and so I texted Kirby. I was like, I'm jumping in. So I think I had to post like two in one day to get a he- to like get started. But it just really, really helped with like the accountability of it. Yeah. Because sure. realistically, if you don't read, you know, John 5 that day, no one's going to know. But the fact that you're sharing it with other people, it's going to keep you accountable. And I think that just taught me like a really good thing of like, just go. It's going to it doesn't take long. Like you don't have to spend three hours like reading through one chapter, but like just do it. And like your life will just be like radically changed and transformed by just spending a little bit of time every day in the word. But it also helped me to just to understand, like as I'm reading these, to try and find things and like challenge myself. Like I've read through John a couple times now, but each time to challenge myself and be like, well, what stands out to me now? And like maybe go and read a section on this part because it's a little confusing. Go find a sermon, go find like a pastor that teaches through this and just stuff like that. Natalie's the world traveler. She, Egypt, she, yeah. she, she misses yes. some big events. She was in Egypt for Fields of Faith, and then we had a little luncheon a few weeks ago, and she was in Colorado at yeah. the Junior Olympics. Um, yeah, so I'm glad, you're, cool. I'm glad you're here today. Yes, me too. <laughs> Your sport, and I know this is before you got here, but Jenny Thrasher mm-hmm. wins an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. Uh, how? First of all, does she have any contact with the program? Does she serve as an inspiration to you? Oh, well, actually, Jenny, um, it was kind of funny. So I was shooting BB gun in 2016, and BB gun's, like, pretty small. Uh, it's, like, kind of like a pathway to what I do now. But my gun club showed me a, like, news article of, like, Jenny Thrasher, and it said, like, five years ago she picked up her first gun, and now she's an Olympic gold medalist. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That would be fun someday. And they're like, do you want to do it? And I was like, sure and then they put me in a precision suit or precision suit and here I am now um but yeah no it's definitely interesting Jenny though yeah she does have a good amount of contact with us uh she does a couple events and comes here but even just her word of mouth she does a lot on social media and a lot of people are learning about shooting through her and stuff so yeah mm-hmm. all right well I had to bring that up you got an <laughs> Olympic gold medalist in the program <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great story okay we've got a few minutes left and uh, we're visiting with Aubrey Custer, a uh, redshirt freshman going into her sophomore year, and uh, she's from Charleston, cross-country and track athlete at WVU, and Natalie Perrin, a sophomore going into her junior year, member of the rifle team from Cooperville. I get that right? Cooperville? Coopersville. Coopersville. Okay, there's an S in there. Coopersville, <laughs> Michigan. You guys, uh, again, you're you're basically just getting your college career started, so what's in the future, what do you see happening the next couple of years? Again, growing in your faith, that's a big thing, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully moving on from here. Yeah, um, so I'm a sport media major, and I would love to, you know, somehow incorporate, like, what I'm learning about, like, publication and, like, making, like, just, like, different forms of media. I would love to incorporate that with, like, working maybe in the future with FCA some more. I, I sometimes do a little bit of stuff on, like, our Instagram and everything, so just really love doing that, but I'm not 100% sure what the future holds. I'm still trying to um, figure out if after college, if I want to keep shooting, if I want to, you know, go the resident Olympic athlete route or maybe just hang my guns up for a little bit, (laughs) go into normal life. So I'm still trying to figure all that stuff out. So I'm not 100% sure what the future holds, but I know that no matter what, God's going to get me through it. And he has a path for my life that he knows and everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. And Aubrey, you mentioned dental school, right? Yes. Yes. So 
I can make it through organic two. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I, I survived organic one, just barely. But um, yes, dental school, that is my goal. Um, I love kids, so pediatric dentistry is my goal. Uh, plan to shadow a bunch of dentists this summer, which I'm really excited about. And then just with my sport, you know, um, I just being a light every day in my teammates' life. I love my team dearly. Um, 20 girls that are my best friends. And so just uh, continuing to grow my faith and just hopefully lead more people to Christ and bring more people to FCA. How long have so. you been playing guitar? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> so I bought my guitar, I think, two years ago. And then I just, I could never really play it. It was very difficult. And then I, in January, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to play guitar and I'm going to lead worship at FCA. And I've been in the praise band um, in middle school and then in high school a little bit. So I've done it before, not played guitar, but just sang. So I knew I could do it. And I found this guy on YouTube, Garrett Nogan. And I just, he is a worship leader and he teaches guitar lessons. So I just started watching them and it became pretty quick. Honestly, it was the Holy Spirit because <laughs> I have tried before to learn guitar and it was not working. So, but I changed my, my perspective and my shift to lead worship and it just happened. And so I started playing at the end of January. She's and doing a great job. And you. I think our I think our athletes really love love having her lead that instead of just putting up a song that we sing along to with lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have a, a live musician yes. in the room with us. You know, another interesting thing, she wants to go to dental school, but she just took a Hebrew scriptures class. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I did take a Hebrew scriptures class. Um, it was very interesting. It was on kind of the Old Testament and the history of the Old Testament while looking at it from like an academic perspective. So it definitely raised like it was very interesting. It got a lot of questions, but I think it also it was cool to see because I honestly haven't studied the New Testament very heavily. Um, so it was cool to see just the different ways in which God worked in the New Testament. So I really did enjoy the class. So you, you've you learned some of the language? Um, or not it, necessarily the language. It was more just about the Old Testament. We did learn a couple words. I don't really remember any, that, but <laughs> I'm not going to lie, kind of over my head now. But um, it was a good class. I would recommend if anybody. So listening. how much Hebrew did you have to learn in seminary? Oh, man. I had two classes of it. Um, Definitely more than me. Uh, you know, it was one thing I was just teasing with Aubrey the other day, just trying to adjust reading right to left. When you've read left to right your whole life, yeah. that was just one of the hardest things. And then uh, the Hebrew letters look nothing like our yeah. English alphabet, whereas the Greek, there are some similarities. Um, Hebrew was really hard. Uh, I don't use it much anymore. Yeah, hmm. I do have a fun fact. My uh, English teacher, my sophomore year, or my freshman year, sorry, of high school, she is Jewish, and we would give a lot of presentations in English, and she would write all of her notes in Hebrew, so we couldn't read them. So we wouldn't know what she was saying about us or the other students. It was crazy. Wow. We were like, Mishiraki, but you can't see. You don't know what's going on. So that was pretty funny. Wow, that's yeah. uh, that's interesting. Yeah, okay, final minute. Um, Natalie, Michigan native, do you head home for the summer? Uh, finals are over. It's, it's all over, right, semester? Yeah. Yep, so everything's over, so I'll head home on a couple days, and yeah, just spend some time at home. I'm going to actually link up with Michigan FCA for their FCA sports camp, so I'll be working with a group of archery um, young adults and working with them, uh, teaching them about Jesus, so I'm really excited to continue working with FCA. How much do you have to practice? Um, So I decided to take the summer off from shooting, so I'll be practicing probably about a month total, um, just whenever I want to. I have a range in my dad's barn, so... 
I'll be doing that, but um, yeah, not a whole lot since okay. I'm not doing any matches. Yeah, could take a break, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's and uh, you know, again, Aubrey, you can pretty much run anywhere. Right? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I can. Yes. So I'm taking. Uh, we just have summer base mileage, so I'm planning to take my week long break whenever my family's. We're going to Greece in June, so I'm going to run until we go to Greece and then take off enjoy my vacation and then i'll actually be back in morgantown the last week of june until the school for organic too man greece and egypt yeah okay. we're world yeah. travelers i get to go i get to go to illinois <laughs> yeah <laughs> st louis right yeah, exactly all right well it's been a pleasure getting to know you um and uh, you know keep it up keep it up Thank everything you. and you know obviously the most important thing is grounded in the mm-hmm. in the in the word right in the spirituality yeah and they're doing a great job of that and and uh, i'm just here to encourage them to keep going to press on very good Thank aubrey you. custer from charleston cross-country athlete and track athlete at wvu natalie perrin from michigan a uh, member of the rifle team again thanks for coming in and good thank luck you. thank, thank you, you so us. much that is sharing the victory program sponsored by the west virginia university chapter of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Sunday morning, 104.5 FM, 1440 AM, WAJR.